0: Today, I had very not, non-traditional news, um, I prepared a message, do we want traditional? We just want his word, who, which he speaks today to us. So I believe that he wants to say this today for the church. Let's read first a uh, first, uh, few verses from uh, the Bible. Matthew one twenty one twenty three, 23. It's traditional verse. <coughs> traditional verse, I had to put it as well. So let's read it. Uh, let's remind ourselves. She, Mary, will give birth to a son, and you shall name him Jesus, uh, for he will save his people from their sins. All this happened in order to fulfill what the Lord had spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and give birth to a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which, when translated, means God with us. So I'm going to speak further. This untraditional uh, Christmas uh, uh, preach, what does that mean practically? How does it look when God is in your life, that He is amongst us, Emmanuel, God with us. He walks with you, He is in your life, He is in you, but God is everywhere. And he's close to everyone. Even when you were unbeliever, you remember, I used to call it, I have a guardian angel, I don't know how you would call it, but I was sure someone is there, really, when I had to die, really, few times. But I don't know who saved me there, who was uh, guarding me, but it was like this supernatural spirit, uh, It was one attack, one, an accident, car accident. Something really saved me. And this tragedy would not come to my life. And I was always saying, God is real. There is a guardian angel. I know now that it's the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. But when my uh, heart bound down, bound in his name, and I said, I'm a sinner. Uh, I need you. And he is not near me now. He is inside of me. That's a big difference. Big difference. When is he? When he is with you, and when he is inside of you? What does that mean practically? And how life looks? And I'm gonna say, uh, uh, read today. If God lives inside, I will tell you the secret. You are blessed, person, blessed. I'm gonna say it again. If God's Spirit lives in you. If God lives in you, you are a blessed, very happy, happiest of the happiest, blessed of the blessed person in this world. And everyone who believes said, Amen. Now you're going to ask, what does that mean to be blessed? So now we're going to look at this. Let's turn to, again, Matthew, uh, 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 Matthew 5, 1 to 16, verses And I'm going to, yeah, this is a very long uh, We can, you know, we can say many preachers from this, but let's read. Seeing the crowds, he, Jesus, went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Maybe I'm going to read a different translation. Uh, just a little bit different. Uh, I really like the translation, which I'm gonna read. I'm go- uh, not long ago. I'm like, oh, that's very great, you know, translation. Blessed are those who are always asking that the Spirit would give them help. So blessed are the poor in spirit means they always seeking the uh, counsel of the Spirit. Who likes to ask? Who likes to ask? Oh, just one. Uh, Who else? Oh, too. So so many humble people, too. (laughs) Mm. But naturally, in in the flesh, Uh, for me it was so hard to ask for something. And here it says, blessed are the poor. So whoever always asks for the counsel, for the help of the Spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecute the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but A house in the same way let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to you father who is in heaven and we suddenly say where is money where is health you know uh, it says who is blessed uh, uh, in this passage, but nothing about the money, nothing about big families, many children, in a um, successful life, you know, career or whatever. And we understand that the blessed person is with money, with, you know, all this um, successful life. And when we come to God, we don't uh, switch our brain to his blessed. Uh, image and that's how when we come we don't change this this view we don't take his view we still stay with our view in the church and then we feel not blessed we feel very bad we live awful life i just read his words to you well let's you know money health uh, and all this is good. But Bible doesn't say that this is a blessing. All these things are good, yes. And and the world thinks this is the best. But if you will need things of the world, it will come, but it will not make you blessed, even if you will need a husband. God will give you a husband, but it's just something He adds. The money, if you will need money, he knows you need money. He knows you need you need clothes, and you know he knows you need new shoes. I will give it to you, he says. But do you know that it's not your happiness? It will not add happiness to you. The shoes. Mm, uh, Will uh, wear off. You will see new shoes. You will see new dress. You will want and want and want all these things. And if you think that uh, something you achieved or something you have or some or how you look will give you blessing, he says you are wrong because this is not happiness. This is not a blessing. This is not how a blessed person looks. He says I came that you will would have life and. F- be filled with life that blessing would be filled in your every corner of your heart and let's see in this uh, um, Bible with explanation it says what is a blessing I will read in English Uh, it just explains what is blessing so you've heard that uh, the blessed one uh, you are, um, um, it's all in spirit, it's all comes from him. It doesn't mean, it doesn't matter what uh, outwardly you have. So it's spiritual prosperity through his grace. It's just so supernatural. Yeah. by His mercy, you are forgiven, you are blessed, you are restored. And other Bibles, uh, other translations says that you are blessed because you are forgiven. You are forgiven, you are blessed, and you should rejoice and be glad in it, that you are forgiven. He does not remember your sins. Your name is written in the uh, Book of Life. You have heaven's open. Uh, through His cross, through His uh, crucifixion and His resurrection. It says, rejoice because your names are written in the Book of Life and you are the most joyous people in life. You are given peace and joy and grace through faith. As you stand here, you have it and you can just sleep peacefully, peacefully sleep. There is this uh, storm, but you can sleep peacefully because this peace overcomes all understanding. This is a blessing, spiritual blessing. People would give all their money so they could sleep peacefully. People have lots of money, they cannot sleep on their expensive bed. They need some medication to sleep. And if we sing that the blessing Uh, belongs because of all circumstances. And I spoke about this so many times. And I'm going to speak and speak about the same thing until we all are in one spirit in all free and happy and blessed people. That's why He died on the cross. And it doesn't matter how it looks outwardly. outwardly. God knows how it looks outwardly. I want, I I will prepare the, w- prepare the word from next time. I wanted to say it today, but I prepared it for a New Year's Eve, new, sorry, sorry, New Year's Day, so I'm going to speak this uh, uh, and New Year's Day. Yes, so that's what he says. He says, uh, wine, there is a wine from uh, heavens, and he gives, who has uh, who has had the wine from heavens you know sometimes you feel so uh, if i can say drunk from the spiritual wine and it's, it it gives you freedom gives you joy gives you love because this wine is eternal is and You didn't spend a a penny, you have no headache. And it says, if you could experience that today, you are blessed. So what? That you something, uh, you know, is wrong in your life, at work, or some pain in your body. So what? uh, That you your children doesn't listen or you still argue with your husband so what so what the circumstances your happiness and blessing cannot depend on your circumstances this is pagan and this is fleshly and this is very dangerous it can be very demonic the people for for all this outward uh, happiness they really give their souls we know that some sell their souls uh, some Hollywood people—they sell their souls. Uh, they can sing, they can act—very uh, big stars. I wouldn't even call them stars, but but the world calls them stars. So many of us—they they kind of sold their souls to uh, to Satan, uh, so they would have fame, they would have outward power, outward fame. Uh, yeah. So this is. The ho- the most horrible thing it can happen that can happen, and they co- we call them happy and blessed. So how dark is our eye? We look at the first uh, apostles. Uh, uh, it looked outwardly very bad, but when re- you really look inside, when you really look inside, I used to read it and I wouldn't understand. How can you be happy that someone takes all you belong? All, all you um, all you have, like, all, all your, um, you know, someone comes, they take everything you have, like, uh, whatever, your money, your house, yeah, your car, everything what you have, they would take. And they were happy. <laughs> of course, God will give you what you need. It's not like you're going to be starving and... Uh, Yeah, Uh, and everything, (laughs) and uh, you know, and you're walking very miserable because somebody did not give you a better position at work, and I did this and that. I was praying to him. I don't know. Even if I believe in him, he didn't give me this promotion, so I'm not sure I'm gonna go to this church anymore. And it's such a, you know, bad living. I'm such a unhappy when, and when we open the Bible and we really read it as a mirror and you can really get a heart attack if you compare your life to the Bible sometimes and you're like uh, the light comes and you're like God help me and you have to say I'm not really blessed by his uh, view, by the view of the Bible but I want to be blessed help me Holy Spirit Take me to that place where I could see how the first Apostles saw, like you said, Jesus, in that uh, Word on the Mount, where you were uh, talking about blessing, blessings, real blessings in in life, which are not dependent on circumstances. They were seeing more. They were happy because the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit, lived in them, and that's what they wanted. That's what they were really interested in. Doesn't matter if if they are hungry. They were, uh, they felt they felt full, even if somebody persecuted them. They could encourage others. That's how you are free in Christ, blessed in Christ. Yeah. Let's just uh, again read. It says, blessed when you always ask for the help of the Spirit. Whoever always asks help from God. Is there anyone here who always asks the help from Holy Spirit? It's not like practical help, but you really wake up in the morning and you understand, I really need Him so much. I need God. And if you Holy Spirit will not going to lead me today, I don't want to live like this. I don't want to... I'm not going to live like this. I want you to lead me. And every morning you wake up and ask Holy Spirit, lead me, come and lead me. And every morning again you wake up and say, Jesus, come, live with me, lead me. Jesus, help. I cannot breathe without you. Do you know this uh, position? And you understand, whatever happens outside, outwards, in outward life, you cannot live without His presence. For me, personally, I needed, I needed to bang into very hard wall uh, and just have these all uh, uh, dizzy stars around my head. And it's like, you're running and you're banging into that wall again. Do you understand? Uh, what I mean, what do you mean? I need to ask? I am with God. How can I ask for help? I already have him, so so now I'm just using His name, whatever I need, and I already have the power. Uh, I need to stand uh, to stand in faith and just use His name whatever i need do you, Do you know this place? Have you ever been in this place? And even if I need a human being uh, to pray for me, and I hear inside of me saying, Wilma, ask prayer for others to pray. And I'm like, what, who, me? I don't need anyone to pray for me. And even the Holy Spirit said, ask for prayer in your cell where I'm a leader. Ask there. And I'm like, oh, they're going to think I'm weak. And God is like, yes, you are. So ask for prayer. I'm like, but I am helping. I am praying for everyone. Everyone uh, lives in my house. I give everyone. This is me who gives, who, you know, uh, supports and so on. And I almost uh, kind of died. Yeah. I was uh, losing so much time trying to do something where uh, I should not try it because I could have lived a blessed life. And now, thanks God, I have this life. Every morning I'm coming and saying, the humble one is here again. And I feel so good to be this beggar, begging for his mercy, for his Leading have you ever been in a space where you live live, and you understand I don't understand anything It's like I don't understand God in the other on the other side, it's so good because every question every answer I get from him, and I can even today write and ask for the prayer
1: because I used to write a I used to prepare to ask uh, uh,
0: for a prayer. I wrote a message for a few days, and I couldn't send it, I just couldn't. And that prayer request was there, but I was thinking, how will I look like? How will I look like? So how unblessed it is, how dark it is if I couldn't send it. But the blessing does not depend on outward looks. From outside, I probably looked very strong, um, full of faith, uh, full of joy, and, uh, smiling. But at the same time, uh, my soul was not blessed and was uh, suffering. If you need prayer, if you need something, you ask, you ask. Every day you come to Him through the Holy Spirit, without your help, Holy Spirit, without your direction, I will not see any blessing. And it will be every day until the last breath and all the big free church says, Amen, because it's good. The strongest men are at the feet of Jesus, broken, not knowing what to do, how to get home sometimes, but they know where to go. This is the strongest man. And then the... the the second says, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So when we're talking about mourning, about grief, there's so many kinds of mourning. Probably the, those who are mourning for their sins and who are uh, asking for forgiveness, for those who understand how sinful they are, how rotten they are. We don't want this word, isn't it? How rotten, how sinful, how mm, how much we hurted him. We we actually mm, should go to hell to burn, but. We understand and mourn for our sins and and we say, God, if not you, I would have been rotten fully in my sins. And it says, the ones who mourn shall be comforted, it says. And it's not only about sins, talking about grief, mourning. Uh, like today, we spoke about Pavel's life. And I know that uh, so many people today are, are mourning, in grief, sad, because we lost someone um, Losing someone is uh, sad. Losing someone is a grief. But it says here that those who mourn will be comforted. It's talking about believing people. It's talking about believers. And if we now would ask their his wife and his children, if they have uh, this blessing that they mourn now, they will be comforted because a, it is a promise. It says... Everything will be all right for those who are called. Wherever you are, in a pain, in a very bad place, there is always a promise. He has a promise for everyone who is in grief, sad. I will not uh, ever forget uh, when I, I, I lost someone. We lived in... Uh, one street with my friend I had a friend who was worship leader in our church when we were still at home uh, in home church they used to talk uh, so much drinking tea about God's grace she was my age and she died in a car accident my friend, she died in a car accident and I remember in Lithuania there was a funeral they invited me, they asked me to talk Um, near this, you know, the funeral when they were burying her and I had this first one real loss and I was standing there, I was so sad i didn't know what to say and i was thinking how can it be she was here and she's not now i know that happens but why happened to me Why happened to her and i was standing there and crying and crying with so much grief and mourning in my heart and i felt like uh, yeah uh, her body was going down down to that to, to the ground and I I was like paralyzed I couldn't know what to say and the coffin was like banged to the ground I could hear the coffin banging just and then uh, and then uh, verses from the Bible came to my mind and I saw them uh, they just came to my mind like a light and I'm like she is alive, she is alive, and the soul is immortal, she is alive, she is eternal, she will live with God if she reconciled with Him through Jesus Christ or without God in hell where there is no God. And I knew that she was reconciled with God, I knew that she is alive now. And that moment I was comforted, you cannot imagine how much I was comforted but this is godly comfort and now now what uh, what means to mourn and be comforted The, the The blessing is comfort, Uh, to be comforted as a spiritual person. I wanted to spread this joy because I suddenly was comforted. These emotions I was trying to kind of um, control because I had so much joy and people would probably not understand. And I spoke the uh, words of hope. uh, And I knew from that day that I am not uh, scared of a loss. I know what does it mean to be comforted in, in the morning, in the grief, and the person is blessed who is comforted in this sad, sad time. This is grace. This is His Spirit acting in you. How can we not have joy? What would what we would need to fear? Not even death we should fear. And it says blessed. The other translation says uh, uh, Humble and here says meek. Blessed are the meek or humble, for they shall inherit the earth. Humble ones who are people who are not, doesn't feel they are very important, just humble hearted, who does not make themselves center of the world. Yeah, they are not very bad, they are not very good, they are just saved by grace through faith, uh, through His uh, uh, wonderful blood. Uh, Humility doesn't have anything to do with insecurity, uh, with, oh, I'm so humble, I'm so humble, uh, like you kind of um, showing it. But humility doesn't necessarily look like that. Moses was uh, called the most humble person. Jesus was the most humble person as well. They had uh, uh, behaved in many ways. Uh, when they needed to, you know, they had to show their character and to show, to make their point like Jesus was, uh, you know, making his point in the house of prayer. He says, uh, my my house will be house of prayer. Just, uh, you know, you would think humility is standing quiet and still, but it's not. Humility is listening to the Holy Spirit. You are built, you you understand that it's not in your control. It's not because of you, but because of him. And Moses heard him. Uh, he said, uh, uh, God said, now, Moses, and he was humble. He said, yes, God, okay. That's how humility looks uh, to uh, being to obeying him. You think about Christ, about his will. Uh, Jesus said, um, it's not my will, but yours, God. I could uh, fulfill my will. I'm I'm perfect as my father, but I'm going to follow my father and I'm going to do what he does. It's not about me. And he showed an example. Don't be very important here. Don't make yourself important. Let's be humble. Uh, let's follow him because he has life. Life flows from him. And then uh, the next verse says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness that they are um, yeah, uh, they are very uh, righteous and they know how to yeah righteousness. who has children um, up to three years uh, of age or grandchildren uh, lift your hands uh, not not many, not many up to three years of age. Because this age, uh, you see them and you understand. <laughs> you could say, oh, you, you could see my three-year-old, 2 year old who says, no, no, mine, no, no, mine. <laughs> uh, and everything is okay with that. But up to three years of age, they are really pure. They have pure hearts, pure hearts. And they are, like, very honest, very honest. It's a verse 8, sorry, pure in heart, yeah. And he, he says where is his limits, he says where is his boundaries, and he's very, like, kind of honest, yeah. And we grow up and we're like, oh... I'm very pure in heart. I don't want to even see you now, but I'm very like... uh, mm, uh, I'm very good. Um, I have the empathy. Uh, uh, Outward looking, I'm very like Jesus praising, but inside uh, it's not true. If today you don't want to give something be like a three-year-old and say god i don't want to give anything i'm materialistic i'm egocentric uh, and i'm selfish and uh, whatever is stick i am that's who i am today and i hate it because that's not how it should be but pure-hearted that's how they look because they are not lying they telling you what how it is? I understand that I'm like that, and I'm being honest. I'm like that, but I don't want to be there. So I'm just being honest with God and others. Um, I, I'm just saying I can't, God. I can't to love someone. I don't want to love this, but that's how it is. You come to the Lord as you are, and you and you coming to someone uh, and saying, "I really hate your new car. Don't show this to me because." I'm really jealous. I need to be freed from it. If you would walk like this and being true to others and yourself, you would see the light coming to your darkness because you are so pure in the heart. Uh, God knows how it is. You don't need to hide it. If you are open and bringing it to the light, uh, things will change. Let's not be uh, uh, liars. Let, let's be like the three years olds. If I want to give it, I will give it. If I don't want to give it, I will not give it. Because, but don't be uh, uh, hypocrites. It's not blessing. If you don't want to do it, don't lie to yourself and others. That's how demons come. If you're a liar, and what did I not say yet uh yeah, uh righteous, yeah, hunger and thirst for righteousness, so that's I didn't mention year uh, sorry, verse six. it's really mm, yeah, you understand everything, there is nothing to be said anymore, uh, yeah, we should be in that place when God came and he brought this righteousness so that we would live in the um, harmony. Maybe sometimes we need just uh, to uh, talk to someone, have a conflict to someone, but the result would be peace, uh, righteousness. And uh, not always peacemakers will look like, oh, everything is fine, everything is fine, let's just pretend everything's fine. This is not a peacemaker. Peacemaker is the the one who who really wants it to be resolved. (laughs) Yeah, she's just giving an example of not true uh, peacemakers. Maybe you will need to talk, uh, the unpleasant talk, maybe you need a conflict, uh, not to delay it. Mm. But if you will uh, act in light, you will not be the one who uh, who acts in, in the darkness. darkness you will not be the one who gossips and so on if you take everything you know whatever it costs to make a peace yeah I will confront where i need to uh we will we will go to talk to people if we need in the f- t- four eyes or six eyes because there, there is one
1: and only uh,
0: mm. good outcome if we, uh, uh, we decide to talk, even to have a conflict, and then we are blessed when it's resolved. And also it says, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake for theirs in the kingdom of heaven. Um, so persecuted because of his name. I'm, I I want to say I'm very lucky. When someone says, oh, what's your job? And I also, I straight away say, what's my job? And I used to be like very confused about this. But then later I figure it out. Uh, uh, Vilma, you are blessed when they persecute you because of my name. And sometimes I introduce myself to people and say, oh, I'm this and that. And I straight away see if a person is against God or he's open. You know, they, they love me with no reason and they hate me with no reason. I used to think, oh, goodness, what did I do? Jesus Christ, what did I do? Uh, and I'm like... Uh, And you you should understand, Vilma. it's not about you. Uh, (laughs) He says, you are a donkey and I'm a Jesus who brings the Jesus. You are a donkey and I am the Jesus who brings Jesus. Uh, So don't think they hate you, basically. And there was this donkey who who brought Jesus to Jerusalem. And the the donkey was thinking it's for him, probably, but it was for the Jesus. (laughs) So that's the same example. It's so good to be a donkey. (laughs) Suddenly, you understand that uh, it's not like that. They kind of, uh, you know, persecute the donkey. oh oh, I'm just a donkey what did I do to you it's so unfair and God says it's not about you it was never about you it's about Christ it's about the one who you carry Uh, or they will accept me or they will reject me when they reject me and they kind of uh, have a go on you you should be joyful you should be joyful say hallelujah my mom is a, such an example. <laughs> I, I met a fish, she says. She was not uh, she was not really wanting to talk to me, but I was uh, very convincing in saying to that fish that Jesus really loves you. Very clever donkey. <laughs> and he says, if you are persecuted, be joyful. Some they hate you, some they love you. Just know that it's Jesus. Praise Him, and let's be blessed. And let's know what is what. Let's be in a place where we should be. I could speak and speak and speak because we are so blessed. Let's live in that blessing which Jesus Christ gave us, church. Let's live. Let's seek. uh, Let's stay in this blessing. Nobody will, in this uh, earth, will be able to put you in any kind of jail, because he is free. Oh, I forgot the righteousness. I did mention it but she did. <laughs> the righteousness, yeah. The, the righteous ones. You know why you are righteous? Uh, do you think that you did everything uh, right? Well, then it's um, so, so bad. Because he said the righteous one is... The one which I gave this white cloth, this uh, this white clothes. Uh, yeah, the, you are righteous because he gave you righteousness. Oh, so many people do do their kind of judgment, but this is so wrong. But when you do the works of righteousness through the righteousness given to you. It's not yours, it's Him. Sometimes we hear, you know, don't judge me. Whatever uh, Jesus thought is free indeed. But if you are living in sin and you're staying in sin, my work of righteousness would be to tell you to stop it, to kind of, uh, um, yeah confront you. This will be the work of righteousness coming from the throne. Sometimes a person doesn't look very righteous, but in his heart, he is righteous. And uh, we should encourage, say, you know, you did what you did, whatever happened in your life, put this white garment on you, and let's go and celebrate Jesus, because he is the forgiveness, he is your righteousness, Whatever I need you uh, to hug you, whenever I need to tell you to stop, let's stay in His righteousness, not in our own righteousness. Church, we are so blessed. Uh, wherever you are who is listening, in Florida, I would like to be there where it's really warm, but I am not less blessed, even if I'm not in Florida. Wherever other people you are, Our blessing is not based on our circumstances. Doesn't matter where we live, where we are. The blessing is inside. And nobody can take it away. Nobody. Forever can take it away. Nobody. Let's give Him praise because He is worthy. We're going to celebrate Your name. We're going to praise Your name. We're going to shout Your name. You are a freedom. You are a rock. You are a blessing. Come uh (laughs) white angels (laughs) come to the stage please worship team and you know what we're gonna do now we're gonna have a supper lord's supper uh wine and bread but later we will celebrate jesus we will celebrate jesus not only today but every day every day doesn't matter that he was not born on december 25th i will celebrate him today tomorrow and forever it doesn't matter that he was not born today. It's his uh, birthday. Uh, it's his birthday every day. Party every day, and we are called to rejoice, rejoice in him, and be glad in him. I ask you to bring uh, wine and uh, the drink uh, and the bread. Can we all stand up? And we can when we can drink it today just before drinking and eating the bread. We want to invite those who may be here or whoever um, is online. Maybe someone needs that first step. What does it mean that first step? Just to invite Jesus into your life. Just. When, if you want to say yes to him and ask him to take over your life, if you want to give your life to him, we don't have this uh, spiritual awakening thermometer which we can you know measure uh, before you go, and we cannot say you're now born again, but uh, God knows it, and you know in your heart if you need. This. If you need Jesus as your savior, maybe you are here. You've heard about God, but just you know, sometimes, as as it's somewhere, uh, you need to open the lid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just need to humble yourself and just say, God, I need you, open the sled. <laughs> and the uh, water comes out, the uh, living water comes out. Just an example. I'm not sure if you understand, but uh, yeah. Uh, maybe it sounds religious. Uh, you know, during Christmas we invite someone to do something and you need to do something. It's not that. We believe that Jesus came with a purpose that everyone who believes, uh, as Bible says, would be saved and have eternal life. And before the uh, eating bread and drinking the drink, we could say, uh, if you are here, Or you hear us online, just in a few words, uh, like little prayer. Just ask Him, invite Him into your heart, into your life, and ask for forgiveness.